didgeridoo means it's time for the Australian News Desk. Here's two of the craziest guys we could find south of the equator. It's Steve Vischer and Grant McHaren from the Plain Crazy Down Under podcast. Dateline, 27th of May, 2012. Well, it's cold sitting out here in the car park of the Qantas Maintenance Base here, uh, Grant, for the Australia desk, but I tell you what, boy, has it been worth it out here today. Oh, totally, mate. Absolutely brilliant coming out here for a uh, walkthrough tour of the 787-ZA003 third test aircraft absolutely fantastic it's got a uh, representative interior in most of it and uh, just amazing to walk around the outside of a 787 once again and this time go and sit in the cockpit absolutely mate and uh, we even got a shot with the pcdu cap up on the dashboard so i'm very happy about that grant yeah it was a good thing i was wearing it wasn't it (laughs) that's right (laughs) a bit hard to squeeze your head over there on that anyway (laughs) don't go there okay so we're sitting on the tailgate of the pcdu mobile grant we've got some notes here so let's kick it off Uh, it's almost ironic that actually we're sitting here in the the car park of the maintenance base here at Qantas because uh, last week on Monday Qantas announced that uh, well they're closing most of it down. That's right mate they're going to be ditching 500 jobs here in Tullamarine Uh, they're also looking eventually at winding up the works at Avalon and uh, it's all going to Brisbane they are looking at putting 200 jobs in at Brisbane um, an additional one up there but most of those will be people that are actually able to move from Melbourne so a bit of a sad day down here. They are saying that they're going to be keeping some line maintenance here at Tullamarine I guess they would need to do that just in case but uh, yeah all the heavy maintenance is going uh, probably Probably inevitable, but very, very sad nevertheless. Well, what they're saying is because of the new A380s and the 787s when they come online and the new Model 737s they're already running, maintenance requirements are a lot lower. They don't have to spend as much time doing the heavy maintenance here. And with the new aircraft, when the uh, heavy maintenance does come through, that'll be done offshore. Uh, Joyce was saying that uh, that'll be a decision for the person who follows me or maybe the person after them about whether they set up onshore maintenance of the 787. But my question there is by the time they make that decision, it's going to be too late. There's going to be no one around to do the engineering. They all will have left. Yep, and he'll be well aware of that. And uh, Alan Joyce also copped. uh, Now, I've said before that uh, Qantas, they know how to work the media very well. There was uh, some major political news going on that day here and it grabbed all the media and uh, I thought it was a little little disappointing and perhaps even a bit disingenuous that they chose to uh, announce it right at the time that political news was going on. But hey, that's just me, Grant. Yeah, well, you know, it's always the thing with PR. It's timing, timing and more timing. Yep. Now, more Qantas news here, Grant. Uh, They're talking about a restructure of the business here, splitting Qantas's domestic and international businesses into separate units. Yeah, that's going to be pretty interesting. Um, It's sort of taking a page from Virgin about splitting their uh, forces, but honestly, I don't know. They're saying they're not separating them into separate companies, but if they set it up with a separate management, CASA dictates that to uh, run an air operator's certificate, as they're going to be, they must have a certain structure of management inside the company. So it sounds like they're going to wind up duplicating a lot of uh, management and admin and things like that, which can only mean they're just setting it up to spin it off and sell it, despite what they're saying. Qantas boss Alan Joyce here says that separating the international arm from the profitable domestic operation will turn Qantas into a, quote, true portfolio business, allowing executives to independently run each business according to its specific priorities and market conditions. And we know that uh, one of the uh, one of the issues here that they have with their pilots and their awards and how they pay their pilots is that they have two separate awards here, as I understand it. They have a long-haul award and a short-haul award. We believe that Qantas is quite happy with the way the short-haul award operates. It's the long-haul one that they're uh, trying to work on and trying to make more efficient. 
from their point of view. So it'll be interesting to see if this plays into that. Yeah, mate, it's it's all about um, isolating, separating, and uh, trying to structure things. I think it's definitely setting it up for um, for sale, mate. And just on the other side of the Qantas business, their boss uh, Bruce Buchanan has announced that he's stepping down. That's right, mate. He apparently told Alan Joyce over dinner he's going to stand down. They're going to have uh, someone replace him. He will be available on a consulting basis for some time. But yeah, Buchanan's going, which is interesting. Some were saying that he might have eventually replaced Joyce, so I'm not sure what's going on there. Well, uh, not much other airline news here this week. Uh, well, we did have a bit of a scare with Air Mauritius this week with a quote-unquote bomb scare. That happened uh, earlier in the week. Uh, the uh, the A340 was out over Adelaide after departing Melbourne and uh, all of a sudden it was turned back here and moved, uh, landed back at Melbourne and uh, something to do with a soft drink can uh, that someone thought they couldn't read or something. Well, it was a can which had bomb written on it. Oh dear, well there you go, they could read that Even I could read that, so uh, I don't know what idiot thought that was a joke Indeed, but mate, on the good news front Good news front here in Victoria Gips Aero have uh, first flown their GA-10 turboprop aircraft. Fantastic news. The GA-10, which is a, basically a stretched version of the GA-8, but uh, as Grant mentioned there, it's also uh, it's a turboprop. This one's powered by a Rolls-Royce 250 engine, and uh, yeah, did its first flight uh, back at the start of this month, and uh, great news. We always like to plug uh, Gips Aero, not only because they've sponsored us in the past, Grant, which we appreciate, but uh, it's a great Australian manufacturing story. In this time where we see a lot of Australian manufacturing jobs disappearing from our ranks, it's good to see that a company like this is getting out there and doing this and exporting not only around Australia but also to the world. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And uh, incidentally, the Victorian state government is chipping in some money to help improve the facilities at the uh, La Trobe Regional Airport where Gips Aero is based because Gips Aero themselves are expanding and they need the infrastructure at the airport to be expanded to help uh, support all the work they're doing. And that's fantastic because uh, that area of this state here in Victoria, the La Trobe Valley, um, yeah, there's a lot of jobs being lost out there. That's actually where most of our electricity sector is based. And of course, uh, there's a lot of uh, job cuts been going on there for a lot of years. That area is quite depressed economically uh, at the best of times. So uh, really great to see that uh, manufacturing is thriving here in Victoria and uh, also that there's some jobs being generated from it. Indeed, mate, indeed. Well, mate, I've got one last thing to say on the 787, and that's that just recently Qantas announced that, contrary to rumour, the 787 will be being introduced into Jetstar first, um, not coming into Qantas, which is really interesting because Qantas have got those very old 767s. I know Mm. friends of ours fly them, but they are getting long in the tooth, and I'm starting to wonder if the 787 is going to be introduced as a... uh, domestic Jetstar aircraft to replace the 767 on the City Flyer routes um, on the Golden Triangle. Well, it could be. City Flyer is, uh, it operates on, uh, what is it, Grant? One of the, well, we know it's one of the busiest. Uh, domestic- Third busiest in the world. Absolutely. So uh, they're, they're always looking for efficiencies here at the Qantas Group. And, uh, yeah, well, that will be very interesting to see. That's a pretty uh, pretty big call you're making there, Grant well, McCarran. Well, mate, they are, flo- as part of their defence against Virgin, they're flooding the Golden Triangle and the Eastern Seaboard with lots more capacity. They, they want to see... Uh, basically Qantas are going up against Virgin by putting as much capacity on as they can and they predict that will reduce fares and they're going to just try and muscle Virgin out. Yep, well 30 airframes on order for the Qantas group and as Grant says the first 15 of those are going to Jetstar so uh, interesting times. Indeed mate. Well Grant I think that's about all we have uh, sitting here on the tailgate at a very cold Tullamarine airport here at Melbourne. (laughs) I think we better get in the car and go to McDonald's and have a coffee. I think that's a good idea mate. Absolutely. Well until next week I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm still Grant McCarran. Cheers folks. Southern Skies. Online Media.